I actually have created an outline, a one-pager outline of what our bet sizes should be as a percentage of our bankroll for all of the different plays on prize picks. I'm going to release that on the Discord to everybody who's... Golden Pants 13 here. The most successful people in the world are the ones who best understand risk. The Risk Takers podcast is an attempt to document the lessons I've learned as a professional sports better, poker player, trader, overall risky person. My goal is to help listeners become smarter at gambling and smarter with risk in general. So you can apply these lessons, make a lot of money, and then come back and teach me a thing or two. I don't run ads, so I'd appreciate it if you like, subscribe, and share this with someone who might be interested. Last thing, I want you to please join the Golden Pants 13 Discord server link in the show notes. It's a free sports betting and DFS Discord server that blows any paid Discord server out of the water. You can safely unsubscribe from all your paid servers, join ours, and have access to higher quality picks, a more engaged community, and a ton of cool events. I hope to see you in there and let's get on with the show. Hey, it's GP13 here. Today we are going to talk about bet sizing and, wait for it, most exciting topic in gambling, bankroll management. In jest, I say it as most exciting, but in earnest, I mean that it is the most important topic in gambling. And by that, I mean every long-term successful gambler, whether their gambles are in the sports betting market, uh, their hedge fund managers, their poker players, their blackjack players, whatever, every single one of them has a strict bankroll management and bet sizing discipline built into their practice. So the question for us is, how do we determine our bet sizing? How do we determine our bankroll? And how do we do it in a way that puts us at zero risk of going broke? To do this, we have to first determine what our bankroll is. So first, before going to bet sizing, we have to determine what our bankroll is. And in doing that, we got to understand what a bankroll is. I think a bankroll is the amount of money that you're willing to lose gambling, the amount of money you have set aside for gambling. Again, it's a little nebulous, but stick with me. Let's talk about what a bankroll isn't to kind of hammer in and understand better what it is. A bankroll isn't the amount of money you have on your prize picks balance. A bankroll isn't kind of your loss limit for a week. Like say, oh, I allow myself to lose 200 a week. Not your bankroll. And a bankroll isn't, isn't your entire net worth. Your bankroll should exist outside of your necessary uh, expenses, housing, food, insurance, whatever. Uh, Those aren't part of your bankroll. It exists outside of that. If you want to be even more conservative, retirement planning, etc., you know, let's be, let's not put our, our livelihood at risk here. Okay. So, A bankroll isn't A, your balance at one site, B, your loss limit, C, your entire net worth. So what what is a bankroll then? What is my bankroll? Let's first define if you have a finite or a replenishable bankroll. A finite bankroll is this is the amount I have devoted to gambling 
if I lose that amount, I will never gamble, never gamble again. Okay, simple enough. A replenishable bankroll is a bankroll that you know you'll be adding to, you know, adding some money to from outside sources. Could be every month, every week, whatever. And a good example of this is let's let's take someone who is interested in getting into sports betting. They're like, okay, I'm going to set aside $1,000 right now. And then each, you know, bi-weekly, like each paycheck, let's say, you know, I cover all my expenses and instead of, you know, spending $200 on dumb shit, I'm going to put $200 into my sports betting bankroll as I learn. That person has a replenishable bankroll. They've gone and kind of mapped out the schedule at what they believe their replenishing rate will be. It's very hard to determine a bet size when you have a replenishable bankroll, but just as a rule of thumb, with a replenishable bankroll, you can bet more than if you have a finite bankroll. So the bet sizing for two people who have a $1,000 quote-unquote bankroll, but one of them has a replenishable bankroll they're going to be betting more than the person who has a $1,000 finite bankroll. So what does this mean for you? Well, let's right now do this exercise with me and think of how much money I want to set aside for gambling. You know, what can I afford to set aside? And then say, is this a replenishable bankroll or is this a finite bankroll? And right now, we should have a good idea of A, what our bankroll is, and B, if it's finite or replenishable. And then we can move forward from there. Next up is unit size. Unit size is an attempt to standardize bet sizes amongst bettors who have different bankrolls. For example, let's say you have a professional sports better who is betting. $10,000 on a bet. And so a recreational better who is like the friend or maybe getting some advice from them wants to know how much they should bet on the same bet. The $10,000 better might be betting 1% on their bankroll. So what they would say is, or what they should say is a unit equals 1% of my bankroll and betting one unit. So now the recreational better knows, okay, I'm going to bet 1% of my bankroll. Maybe their bankroll is $1,000. So they bet $10, right? The problem is there's no standard unit size. Like a unit doesn't necessarily equal 1%, yet people will still talk in terms of units. So I think it's very confusing when you hear people saying, oh, this is a three-unit bet, a five-unit bet, because I don't know your unit size. And most of the time, some people will say, this is my unit size. My one unit equals 1% of bankroll. That's fine. But I think we need to think in terms of percent of bankroll instead of unit, because I think unit's an unnecessarily confusing extra step. Now we get to get into the meat of this discussion and determine how much we should be betting, how what percentage of our bankroll we should be betting on a given bet. And to determine this, pretty much everyone who's involved in betting, sports betting, poker, trading, hedge fund managers, whatever, 
they use this formula called the Kelly Criterion. And I'm going to give you the basics of the formula, but I don't want to get too bogged down in the math. We're going to try and understand the concepts without really going too into depth. But just as an overview, the Kelly, Kelly Criterion is this. The fraction of your current bankroll that you should place on a wager is equal to the probability of your wager winning minus the probability of your wager losing divided by the European odds minus one. What the hell does this mean? Well, let's do an example so we can see this in practice. It's actually not as confusing as it sounds. Here's the conditions of this example. We have a 50-50 payout bet, so plus 100 in American odds, 2.0 in European odds. On a platform like PrizePix, this would be called this would be a 2x bet, a 2x bet. We think we have a 60% probability of winning this bet. How what fraction of our bankroll should we bet on this bet? So to get the fraction of our bankroll we should bet here, we take our probability of winning, we perceive it to be 0.6, 60%. And then we subtract our probability of losing 0.4 divided by our European odds, 2.0 minus 1. So it would be 0.6 minus 0.4 divided by 1, which is 0.6 minus 0.4, which equals 0.2, 20% of your bankroll should be bet on this bet. Don't start betting 20% of your bankroll on bets. Okay, this is just a very basic example to show you how Kelly works. What's more important than the Kelly formula are the rules of thumb that we can take away from it. I think there are three key rules of thumb when it comes to Kelly. Rule number one, if you assume you have the same edge per bet, you're going to be betting to win the same amount each time you bet. What does that mean or what's the implications of that? Well, it allows you to quickly in your mind compare two bets and get a relatively good idea of what you should be betting. If you're just thinking in two win amounts, we got to switch from bet amounts to two win amounts. If you're keeping your two win amounts the same, you're not going to go too wrong. That's a quick rule of thumb to quickly size a bet. And an example of this is, let's say you have a 50-50 bet. It pays plus 100. And Kelly says you should bet $50 on it to win $50 in profit. Now, we're, we're thinking about profit amounts, right? Now, let's say that we find a plus $400 or plus 400 bet that we assume we have the same edge on as that plus 100. How much should we be betting? Well, we should still be betting to win $50. So how much would we be betting then? It would be a 12.5, yeah, $12.50 bet at plus 400 would yield a profit amount of $50 if we win. So that's how we would comp quickly compare how much we should be betting. So we would go from 50 at the plus 100 in bet size to 12.5 in the plus 400 in bet size. And we can quickly uh, understand about how much we should be betting when we start thinking of bets in two win amounts. 
The second key takeaway of Kelly is the higher your advantage, the higher your edge, the more you should be betting. And this is where a lot of uh, this is where a lot of people who are new to bet sizing will will get themselves in trouble because it's very easy to overestimate your edge, and it's very easy to justify a higher bet size by saying, "Oh, I have such a huge edge." So be careful with this one, but remember that is a key tenet of Kelly bet sizing: is when you have a higher advantage, when the bet is what you would call like a nine out of ten, a ten out of ten you can size that up a little bit compared to maybe a bet you see as like a five or six out of 10, but still worth taking. And the third key takeaway that we can get from Kelly, this is the most important one. This is the most important rule of thumb that Kelly teaches us is that the punishment for underestimating your edge is lower than the punishment for overestimating your edge. If you underestimate your edge when you're sizing your bets, according to Kelly, you are at worst just leaving some money at the table on the table. And it, it, you know, yeah, that does suck. I mean, we do always want to consider money earned, but that's, that's the downside is you leave some money on the table. If you overestimate your edge, the downside is you're hundred percent going to go broke. You're a hundred percent going to go broke. If you overestimate your edge, that is why it is so crucial to always be very conservative when estimating your edge and when sizing your bets. Most professionals will use a fraction. Actually, all I'm not even going to say most. All professionals are using a fraction of Kelly. So they won't bet the full Kelly amount. In our previous example, that would have been you know 20%. They're going to be what they call half Kelly, quarter Kelly betting. In that example, that would be 10%, 5%, whatever. We use quarter Kelly. I think it's insane to use anything above half Kelly, like absolutely insane. And I think half Kelly is also insane too. And the reason is when you're using a fraction of Kelly, you're protecting yourself against A, overestimating your edge, B, having the market shift against you and you not have an edge anymore and it costing you too much money to find that out. And C, it's your emotional well-being is going to fluctuate too much when your bet sizes are such a high proportion of your bankroll. Let's get out of Kelly. Let's get out of the math and let's actually get into an example on PrizePix, which is the site that I think most of you that are listening are using. And then we're going to be able to see this example, take it, apply it to the variety of bet types on PrizePix and have at least a 95% confident understanding about what our bet sizing should be. This prize picks example is going to be from a two-leg power play. A two-leg power play on prize picks is essentially a two-leg parlay that pays plus 200 American odds. I'm going to give you a few assumptions, and we're going to figure out how much we should be betting here. First assumption that we're going to be, we assume that we're going to have a 60% win rate on each of the props. Okay. 60% win rate on each of the props. This is tough to achieve. It's achievable in prize picks, but this is a aggressive assumption. Let's, let's remember this assumption. Number two, we're going to do, we're going to look at this in half Kelly bet sizing. Now, remember I was telling you before half Kelly is like the absolute most aggressive 
sizing I would do when um, I was thinking about, you know, seriously betting. And then assumption number three is we have a bankroll of a thousand. Now take a, take a second or two here and think about what you think the answer is, right? This will be a good way to gauge how your natural instincts are around bankroll management compared to the reality. So if you had a thousand dollar bankroll and you were, you know, a very, very strong player who was getting 60% on props, how much would you be betting on a two pick power play on prize picks? Take a second, say your answer. Now, if you do the half Kelly, the answer you get is $20. You should be playing betting $20 on this. I assume that that is low, lower than at least the guess you made. And $20 is with extremely aggressive assumptions. So I'm going to say $20 here is the absolute ceiling. If $20 is the aggressive assumption, and this is an assumption on a finite bankroll, then if you have a finite bankroll of 1000 in that scenario, maybe you want to be sizing more towards 10 or $15, especially if you feel like your win rate might not be 60% yet per prop. Now, this is a finite bankroll. If you have a replenishable bankroll, it goes the other way. That $20 might turn into $40 or $50 um, as long as you're being honest with yourself about the replenishable nature of your bankroll. So that's where it all ties together, and we put into practice determining a bet size. There's obviously other bets on prize picks besides the two power. I actually have created an outline, a one-pager outline of what our bet sizes should be as a percentage of our bankroll for all of the different plays on prize picks. I'm going to release that on the Discord to everybody who's a horse track junkie or higher. It's going to be yours to reference whenever making your bets on prize picks. So I hope that helps. If you're not in the Discord and you want to get that, hop in and start chatting. It's not too hard to to level up to the point where you can get this document. If you are in the Discord but haven't, you know, leveled up yet, join Zeely, complete a couple a couple quests you can do it within 30 minutes probably within 10 minutes you can probably get enough xp to reach a level where you'll receive this document so hop in uh i'm always in there so hit me up if you have any questions and i appreciate you for listening